Hey there, I just wanted to update you on something really quick before we get into the show. And I've actually gone back and inserted this little part after the show's gone live, retrospectively, rather than trying to re-record a whole section of the show. I thought that'd be easier. So in this episode, towards the end of the show, I make mention of a resource that subscribers to the Marketing Builder Patreon page can access to help them work through the topic of this show and the advice. Now, Patreon is a membership-based website where people can access bonus materials for usually, say, a, a small monthly fee. The thing is, I had wanted to test the Patreon platform for some time, and when I launched this podcast, I thought, well, why not put the resources on the Patreon page and just see the appetite for people to maybe pay a small amount and access those resources. It was never about the money. Heck, it's only four US dollars a month is where I set the price at to access the resources for each show. But now, after 18 episodes or so, it's just all too hard. Not many people have subscribed, and I kind of feel I know how the platform works, and it may one day be a valuable resource on a client project. At least it's there as an option for the right projects. But for now, I've shifted all the resources for each show to that episode's show notes, and you can go and access those resources for free. Just head along there, hit the download link, and you can access them for free. I've killed the Patreon page, and going forward, all show resources will be available for free. Cheers. Welcome to Marketing Builder, the show where you'll get lots of little bricks of marketing advice to help you build up your marketing and your business. Drawing on over 20 years of marketing experience, your host, Daniel Oyston, will dive into a topic and provide you with short, sharp and to-the-point marketing advice that you can apply to your marketing straight away. Welcome to Marketing Builder. Let's get on with the show. Yo, legends, pumped to have you joining me for episode three. I hope you're crushing it right now with your marketing, but if not, don't stress, because in this episode, we're going to take a look at one of the most important elements of marketing, the marketing mix, and how we can use that to build trust with our target audience, but also how we can use it to compare ourselves to our competitors. A couple of years ago, I got in this weird argument with my dad. Now, my dad is a really smart man. He's a radio engineer by trade. He then studied IT as a mature age student, and he now owns a data center consulting and training business. And he's the sort of guy that has every tool you'll ever need and once built a double brick garage. And most places our families have lived, he's built decks. Plus, he's really financially smart and he often bores me with talk about shares and the market and the next big thing that's gonna happen. Now, the weird argument started when he asked me what the difference is between marketing and advertising. Seeing I have bucket loads of marketing experience, teach it at university and I have a master of marketing, I was pretty confident I had it covered. So I confidently said something like, advertising is just one element of the promotion activities a business undertakes. It's an element that works in combination and is a result of a bunch of other stuff like market research, the product pricing and stuff like that. Right, but what's the difference? He countered. And we started to go around and around in this weird conversation where the more I tried to explain it, the less he actually understood. I couldn't even explain what marketing actually was in a way that made sense to a non-marketer. So in the end, we both just got frustrated and just kind of gave up. Now, that conversation has always bugged me, not because I couldn't succinctly explain the difference, although I should have been able to, but 
because it made me wonder how many business owners just like my dad were also out there and didn't really understand the difference between marketing and advertising. So following that conversation, I tried to settle on a definition of marketing that was less about being technically correct and more about resonating with and making sense to business owners. Now, a lot of you listening are business owners or your marketing managers. So to highlight my point, I looked for some definitions of marketing. And the one I want to share with you is the 2013 approved definition from the American Marketing Association Board of Directors. And it says, quote, Marketing is the activity, set of institutions and processes for creating, communicating, delivering and exchanging offerings that have value for customers, clients, partners and society at large, end quote. I'll read that again, maybe without the stuffy voice. Quote, marketing is the activity, set of institutions and processes for creating, communicating, delivering and exchanging offerings that have value for customers, clients, partners and society at large, end quote. Now, as a small business owner or a marketing manager, how does that resonate with you? Do you understand it? Not do the words make sense when they're all put together or understand it, but kind of understanding where you know what you need to do with your marketing and you can go forth and make it happen. I'm guessing not. It definitely sounds like it has been scrubbed with bleach to within an inch of its corporate life. And while it's technically correct, it doesn't help you. Now, over the years since that conversation with my dad, I stumbled across a definition of marketing that made immediate sense to me. It was a bit like getting struck with lightning. I've Googled it, but I can't find anyone to attribute it to. Maybe over the journey, I'll spruik it so much it ends up being attributed to me and I'll feel bad for the person who developed it, but I'd be pretty chuffed that people thought I was that smart. So if you were paying attention and playing along at home, you'll remember from episode one, but I really want to elaborate on it and drive it home for you. Anyway, the definition of marketing that I use is marketing is about finding people with a need and getting them to trust you. Again, marketing is about finding people with a need and getting them to trust you. As a small business owner or marketing manager, how does that resonate with you compared to marketing is the activity set of institutions and processes for creating, communicating, delivering and exchanging offerings that have value for customers, clients, partners and society at large? Again, Marketing is about finding people with a need and getting them to trust you. That just makes so much sense and it's clean and it's simple. It definitely hasn't been scrubbed with that corporate bleach, has it? One more time. Marketing is about finding people with a need and getting them to trust you. That just feels so understandable, right? I understand it doesn't necessarily make the job of marketing easier, but it 100% gives you a massive shove in the right direction. A North Star, if you will. Now, it's such a simple sentence, but it encompasses everything we need to do in marketing. So I want to spend some time unpacking it for you. Without getting all marketing theory on you, one of the fundamentals of marketing is the marketing mix. It is always in the first or second chapter of any marketing textbook worth its salt. Now, I want you to imagine a circle, and inside that circle is the potential customer or target audience who all have the same need, want, or problem. And through some proper research and validation, we know that group of customers in the circle are our target market, and our aim is to get them products or services that satisfy a homogenous need, want, or problem that they all have. So they sit in the middle of the circle. Now, imagine another circle, a ring, right around the outside of that customer circle, and that circle is broken up into quarters, which are labeled product, price, place, and promotion. That's what us marketing nerds call the four Ps of the marketing mix. They are pretty self-explanatory. Product is the physical thing you are selling. Price is how much you charge for it. Place is where people can go and buy it. And promotion is how people find out about it. However, 
they don't operate in isolation. They are definitely a mix, a blend, and changing one of those P's positions your offering differently to people. And the point here is, we often think that we need to do more of the promotional elements of the marketing mix, the visible marketing stuff to improve our marketing. However, really, that just ignores three quarters of the marketing mix. What about if you played with price or or place or the product itself? Imagine a product that is to the layperson exactly the same as another product is promoted exactly the same way, both in terms of channels and messaging, and you can buy it online. They can't tell the difference between them. However, one sells for $2 and the other sells for $7. So they are exactly the same thing for all intent and purpose, except for the price. That difference in price tells people something. Some like the prestige of the higher price. Others will like the bargain of the lower price. Some will use price as a surrogate for quality. Others will think that it isn't value for a certain price. Some will just be plain confused about why two things that seem exactly the same are priced so differently and will get nervous either way. Like they don't want to get a lemon or they don't want to get ripped off. While Marketing Builder is the name of this podcast, it's also the name of an awesome product that can help you sort through all the fluff of marketing advice out there and focus on the important stuff. Marketing Builder is a card-based system supplemented by online video lessons that walks you through, step-by-step, the most important things in a marketing plan, such as buyer personas, pipeline analysis, objectives, strategy, goals, budgets, and the fun and sexy stuff, the marketing tactics. And there's over a hundred of them for you to consider using. The card sorting process results in a visual representation of your marketing, where you can easily see how people will engage with your marketing as they move from awareness through to a customer or client. Whether you're a small business owner trying to develop a marketing plan that you can actually use and are confident in on that very limited budget, or a seasoned marketer wanting others in your organization to have real buy-in and engagement with your marketing, then Marketing Builder is perfect for you. Visit marketingbuilder.net for more information. Now, the reason you're listening. Let's head back to the show. I always love hearing about businesses that are doing awesome marketing. So if you know of anyone we should be talking about or talking to and having on the show for a chat, please just let me know. But I also love hearing from you, the listeners. So hit me up on Twitter. Seriously, jump on Twitter right now. Let me know where you are and what you're doing and what episode you're listening to. Hit me up on Twitter using the handle at MKTBLD and I'll definitely respond and say hi. Okay, the marketing mix. So think about it like this. The mix of the four Ps, the product, the price, the place, and the promotion are like four ingredients in a cake. So you might have flour, sugar, milk, and eggs. And if you mix those ingredients together, maybe with lots of sugar and not so many eggs, you'll get a certain type of cake. And some people will like it and some won't. But if you cut the sugar right down and added more eggs, then you'll you'll get a different tasting cake. And again, some people will love it and like it. Some people will hate it. And some people... Well, they'll just like all the cakes that you make. So think about Coles and Woolies or maybe another major supermarket and compare it with Audi or another low-cost supermarket. If I've got a jar of pasta from Coles or Woolies and one from Audi, the Audi one is likely to be cheaper, but you'd be hard-pressed to find a layperson who could confidently tell you which one came from where in a blind taste test. 
That's why the other elements come into play. It isn't just price. It is the mix of all the elements that communicate and hopefully resonate with your target audience. If you sell services instead of physical products, then there is a third ring around the other two rings and it is broken up into thirds. So we have three circles. Even though you sell a service, there is usually still some element of a product or a deliverable, say if you're a consultant and you're writing reports for people. And the price, the place, the promotion elements for products still apply to services and most importantly, most importantly, our target market sits in the middle with the same need, want or problem. So the outer ring, if you're selling a service, is broken into three parts and it's labeled people, physical environment and process. So another three Ps and we have the seven Ps of service marketing. We have the four Ps of the marketing mix, which deals with products. Then we have the additional three to make seven Ps for service marketing. So people refers to the people that are delivering the service, things like their training, their qualifications, their demeanor and attitude, personality, appearance and, and things like that. The physical environment refers to what the space the service takes place in looks and feels like. So sometimes that's online or on a client's site, but often people go to a location to receive a service like a doctor or a mechanic. So think about a small dirty garage with filth everywhere and maybe the classic nudie calendar that you can see on the wall out the back and compare that to what you'd encounter if you visited the BMW mechanic. One isn't necessarily better than the other and remember, all our P's are a blend, which is a response to our chosen target market, but the different physical environments definitely tell you something and, just as importantly, make you feel something as a customer. Finally, the process refers to the process people go through when they are receiving the service. So these are the steps the business takes people through, and it isn't just about the process at that time of service delivery. Think about how things like reminder emails and maybe texts or sending forms prior to people arriving to get that service so people don't have to sit there and fill them out or follow up calls to check if everything is okay. While the outcome of receiving a service might be the same between different businesses, again, the process you take people through creates an impression, good, bad, or indifferent. So that's some theory covered off for you, but why is all that important? Well. Remember, marketing is about finding people with a need and getting them to trust you. As I said, we start with the customer's need, want or problem and we put that in the center of the marketing mix. Then we know people actually have that need, want or problem. That's great, but only if we can satisfy it. Only if we can create products and services that satisfy that need, want or problem. So we go off and we develop products and services to do that. That's only half of how we find people with a need. In a sense, we identify them and decide we are going to sell to them. Then through our marketing mix, the four Ps for products or seven Ps for services, we position our product or service to that target market. While all of them play a part in building trust, the promotion P of the marketing mix is where the best value is for you when it comes to building trust with your target audience. As such, what content and messaging are you creating that builds trust with your target audience? It's an important question because rarely, unless we're forced to, do we buy off people that we don't trust. So we need to work really hard to get people to trust us, especially if they don't know who we are. A lot of the time, content marketing plays a crucial role in building trust, and that's because content marketing, with things like blogs and eBooks, white papers, podcasts and videos, they give you the ability to demonstrate your expertise, and that shows and it tells people that you can actually satisfy their need, want or problem, i.e. you know what you're doing and you're good at it. Importantly, 
you aren't demonstrating your expertise and marketing through teaching by showing them your expertise, but you aren't being all salesy about it. And that is a really important point because people hate being sold to. However, that content and any other promotion you undertake, things like advertising and networking, referrals, etc., actually need to happen in the places your target audience is hanging out, whether that's online or offline. Now, a lot of people spruik the importance of social media these days. And yes, I agree, it can be super important, maybe even mission critical if and only if your target audience is on social media and engaging there and or there isn't a better way to access them. That's the second part of finding people with a need. Remembering that I said the first half is about identifying that enough people have a common need, want or problem that we can actually address. So imagine yourself funeral services, one of the best in the business with a great reputation, congratulations. But advertising and pushing content out through things like LinkedIn and Snapchat probably isn't going to get you anywhere, not going to get you many customers. Why? It's obvious because your target market, old people, aren't on LinkedIn or Snapchat. Where are they then? Well, they are at things like bowling clubs and bridge clubs and nursing homes and maybe golf clubs to a certain extent or anywhere else your research tells you that they hang out. So get down to those places, those bowling clubs, and sponsor their competitions. Give them prizes. Go and have a beer with them. Put on some lunches. It doesn't take much to think this process through, this step through. Just take your business hat off and put your customer hat on. So what can you do with all of that? Well, apart from keeping my probably stolen definition of marketing in mind, that is about finding people with a need and getting them to trust you, here's two things you can do. For patrons of the show, head to the show notes for episode three at marketingbuilder.net and follow the link to the Patreon page and download the worksheet. In it, you'll find the marketing mix drawn out and then space to write notes. And I want you to go through each element of the marketing mix and make notes as if you were a customer, i.e. how do they see your business, do you think? And I want you to look for any gaps where you think you could do better. Remember, it's important to do it from their perspective, not yours. So you have to take your business hat off and put your customer hat on. And that can be, I do know, that can be a little bit hard, but please trust me on this. Don't just focus on the P's. Get the common need, want, or problem really tight in the center as well. Get everybody in your business on the same page with that. And if you offer multiple products or services that satisfy seriously different needs, wants, or problems and are going to need different approaches and target audiences, you should cover them off on separate pages. The second thing is that you can do the same exercise on your competitors and compare yours with theirs as it may uncover some areas that you can focus on to really differentiate from your competitors or gain an edge. Or maybe they'll give you some ideas that you can add. I think you'll find those exercises interesting and will certainly get your brain ticking over. Let me know if you get stuck or you have any questions about it. If you're not a patron of the show, then for just four US dollars a month, you can access all of the free resources such as worksheets, guides and templates, plus access to bonus patron-only Q&A podcasts, access to the Marketing Builder Facebook group for discussions and advice, and add to the Marketing Builder WhatsApp group where I share my random thoughts and encounters around marketing, access to live shows, streams and recordings plus i'll give you and your business a shout out on the show to become a patron of the show just head to marketingbuilder.net and click on the patron link so the answer to what is the difference for my dad between marketing and advertising dad i hope you were listening and i'm happy to take questions over the next family dinner is that marketing is about finding people with a need and getting them to trust you
That's a wrap for episode three. I've been your host, Daniel Loyston, and it's been unreal having you listen to the show, and I trust you got lots of value out of it. Remember, marketing, once again, Mark, I can't say this enough, marketing is about finding people with a need and getting them to trust you. Love this episode? Good. Make sure you don't miss the next one and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, or wherever it is you listen to your podcasts. I'd also love to hear from you and what marketing you are crushing or maybe finding tough at the moment or you've got a question about. So please connect with me on LinkedIn. Just search for Daniel Oyston or follow Marketing Builder on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Just search for Marketing Builder or the handle MKTBLD. Until next time, may your marketing be awesome. And I look forward to you joining me on the next episode of Marketing Builder. This show was developed, hosted, and produced by Daniel Oyston from Content Grasshopper, the creator of Marketing Builder. Marketing Builder is the easy-to-use, step-by-step card-sorting system for cutting through all the marketing fluff out there and to help you build a marketing plan you are actually on board with. For more information, visit marketingbuilder.net or contentgrasshopper.com.au. Thanks for listening.